0: You're listening to Tea Time with Tina and Tim on the Fat Gatsby Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Tea Time with Tim and Tina. I'm Tim, that's Tina. Hi! Hi! It's episode three. <laughs> oh, Whoa!
1: Well, that's my favorite number. I don't know what your favorite number is, it's but 45. mine is three.
0: Forty-five, Dude, Don't whatever. It's a number. It's arbitrary. <laughs> You're sitting here like judging me. Like my favorite number is three. Wait, yours is forty-five? Like what sense does that make? Though I have to reconsider because uh, of who President Forty-five Obviously. is. Obviously, it, it's yeah, the very depressing. Very depressing. I guess which
1: is an insult to cheetahs. But hey, it's not forty-two, so that's why it's wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. How's it going there, Tina?
1: It's going. Grad school is driving me crazy right now. I'm in week. <laughs> I'm about to end week three and i have done more math in the last three weeks than i have ever done (laughs) and i my brain is fried by the end of the day pretty bad
0: yeah (laughs) i've been i think you'll hear some sniffling possibly on this episode like i was sick i'm kind of not sick anymore um
1: i have allergies
0: (laughs) though i've dealt with a lot of dust at work recently so that's that's a thing um other than that you know it's good we're here uh and we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about something very near and dear to tina's heart and my heart but especially tina's heart and that's bunnies we are gonna be talking about some bunnies today
1: <laughs> and there are many reasons why we're talking yeah. about them today it,
0: in particular though it is because this so this episode might get a little p.s.a. but you know it's meant to be kind of informational and fun and and whatever um but yeah, Easter is coming up on, on the horizon. It's it's a week away, uh probably as of when this gets posted. Um Ish. yeah, which which is you know big, big bunny time of year. There's freaking rabbits everywhere on everything, Easter bunny, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but you, Tina, you are a bunny person. You own rabbits, you have them in your house. Uh you have, have them had them ever since I have known you, uh and whatnot. And and for a long time before that, yeah
1: yes i am indeed a rabbit slave as we we all call ourselves yeah (laughs) yeah so not only is easter coming up uh we've also had the new movie peter rabbit that has just recently come out in theaters. so we'll talk about that later um but a little bit of background on how i became the mother of bunnies um it all started with clover i got her from a breeder uh not knowing any better and that's something that I do regret, but at the same time, wouldn't change a thing. She will be nine years old this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rabbits typically live between eight to 12 years old. So she is definitely a senior bun, but she sure doesn't act like it. From there, I got pig, pig pigwidgeon, the love of my life, my world, uh, that did sadly pass away a couple years ago. I had them for a while when I was in college. And when I had to move to the East Coast, I not even once about giving them up they traveled across the country with me <laughs> they got to see yosemite they got to see Bryce canyon i mean these rabbits have traveled more than my mother has so there's something to say about that uh lived in raleigh north carolina uh, that means get your to mom fa- needs
0: to get out a little more
1: my mom's not leaving washington state are you <laughs> kidding me i don't blame her though so, lived in Raleigh, um, found a really good House Rabbit Society group. Uh, that's a, the House Rabbit Society is a wonderful organization based out of California. And there are different chapters all over the world to help with those who have, of us who have House Rabbit um, and just other people who want to know more about them, which is fantastic. Uh, Foster with the local chapter, Triangle Rabbits, Malcolm, who then became Mallory once he got Spade, so that was fun <laughs> um a little bit after that we did move to norfolk virginia yep new norfolk um got Sven. uh he was going to be dumped by the family she was able to uh friend's wife was able to convince him not to do it
0: yeah so this is actually to interject here um sven you picked him up in like jill it was during the summer right of whatever year yeah. that was yeah yep and you suspected that he was an Easter gift.
1: Yes. And the reason that I suspected that was the time of year that they wanted to dump him um, based on his size and guest age. I've been kind of doing this for a while. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at guessing their ages. Mm-hmm. So I believe that he had been an Easter gift. I do know that he had been picked up in Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, But that's a big thing is that, uh, yeah, for Easter, people like to give rabbits as gifts. Like, oh, this will be cute. We'll have a rabbit because it's like a guinea pig, right? No. No, it's not.
1: (laughs) Guinea pigs aren't even that easy to take care of No, they're not.
0: (laughs) Really? Yeah. It's so, you know, not rabbits specifically, but I have, you know, a a rather long history of, of animal love in my life. Um despite being a carnivorous motherfucker. Uh, But, you know, I care about the animals and and hate to see them treated badly, owned badly, uh, and and come under harm. So, yeah, definitely... uh, Yeah, so, like, knowing you and learning a lot about rabbits and how much... You know, I, you know, was ignorant before talking to you, and that, you know, I thought rabbits were... Like an easy pet, like, you know, a good starter pet for kids, maybe something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. like a mouse or a rat. But even those, it's like any animal like requires some amount of attention and love and care and rabbits are basically like that is the equivalent of getting like a dog or a cat like class pet. And people don't realize that when Mm -hmm. they're like getting these funny little bunnies for their their kids for Easter.
1: And the reason why it's so, its this time of year is very bittersweet uh, for us rabbit people because, yes, everything has bunnies on it. And it's exciting because I can buy towels and everything like that. And then Jason gets all mad about it because we have 6,000 million things with rabbits on it. But at the same time, we get the abandons. There are a lot of rescues that will not adopt out this time of year, period. I mean, obviously, there are the exceptions, someone who is known to the rescue, has experience, you know, There's there are those people. But a, just a random person, it just doesn't happen, period. I mean, if you think about it, around Christmas, you wouldn't adopt a reindeer. So why would you get a rabbit for Easter? It just doesn't make any sense. And rabbits, which I will do a whole separate podcast on, Bunny 101, they're very <laughs> fragile creatures. You know and their diets, and it's just they require so much more care than what a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, if they stop eating, they can die. Like, it's just it's horrible. Um, there have been stories with children cutting rabbits' ears off. Oh my god, yeah, oh. no, I'm not, yeah, the it's fuck? horrible. You know, and
0: my brother once cut off one of our cat's whiskers because he's a dumbass, and the cat got better, but.
1: A whisker is a whisker. It's a
0: whisker. I find I like... find
1: mouse whiskers on the floor. Yeah, but like it's so it's just it's Cutting tough off the
0: ears. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: It's no, horrible. it's it's hor- Like it's, these are some of the horrible stories. Yeah. I mean, there was a story around Christmas time this year that really still to this day bothers me. You know, some they had someone had found this baby bunny frozen to death in this brand new cage. Mm. Like it literally makes me cry. Like, mm. to even think about it, mm. you know? Because, like, that baby didn't even have a chance. And I yeah. want to find those people. And I, it just, animal abuse just makes me so angry. <laughs> yes. But, yes. you know, with, with Sven, based even. on I his age deal. and everything like that, it just kind of made sense. So yeah. we just assumed that.
0: But, like, rabbits need, like, a lot of space, mass too. On his like, eye. you can't just get, like, a small cage for them or a small a site space for them. which can everyone. cause
1: head tilt. Yeah blindness or death like it's serious business so he is now blind in one eye and a giant floof so if his hair is really long he can't see out of he can't see it all and mm-hmm. he runs into things and it's adorable <laughs> but he's other than that he's completely happy and he's completely healthy nice. other than that other than so that. yeah
0: but yeah it's like you know rabbits need a, a good amount of space to they move mean. around in. they can't just have their tiny little cage and yep run on a wheel or whatever like they need to get out and get around and exercise because they can you know they they move (laughs) pretty quick
1: they're social creatures too you know if you think about it in the wild wild rabbits which is just a giant group of rabbits Mm -hmm. so you know clover got piggy and sven came into our lives and we got the cat. Yeah,
0: you have the cat.
1: I have the cat who loves her bunnies. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And she's loved every foster that I've ever had. Yeah. Except for Dax. Dax was kind of mean to her, hmm. but they dealt with it. But Which is,
0: you know, that's interesting to me because, you know, growing up, my cats would chase the wild rabbits around the yard and attempt to uh, take them down. But, you know, in a domestic setting, they, they, they can be friends. Oh,
1: Yeah. Mau used to bathe pig all the time. So she hasn't done that with anybody since. But Pig's
0: and yes, special. I said
1: anybody. I'm oh, a piggy pig. was very special. Piggy. Give him a baby.
0: Yeah. Also, just like an aside on the, the Easter pet garbage business, there was a freaking pet store in this area that was renting out like baby chicks, chickens, mm. just like renting them out for like a few weeks or a month for easter with like some base instructions on how to care for it just kind of like as a novelty
1: no just animals are not a novelty yeah if you're gonna be a dick like that just get a stuffed animal
0: yeah it's it was like specifically doing an end around around like new york state uh animal sale laws or or something i I don't remember the the technical crap of it but it was like it was so shady (laughs) it was like what are you doing (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was so scummy. Because, like, you know, what guarantee? Supposedly after Easter, those chicks were to get returned and be sent to loyal, royal, loyal, local farmers and, you know, be fine and go about their chicken ways until they're, you know, killed for their meat or whatever. But it's like, ugh, I don't know. It's just absurd. Yeah. It's not I like, mean, no. You go to a petting zoo, meet the chicks, then go home. It's like, I think I said, I read something about, like, you know, like like a school classroom, like incubating mm-hmm. eggs and then having the chicks and then it's like, well, what do we do with them now? Like they just get yeah, and they, they, ridiculous. Yeah, they
1: hand, I think they handed them over to like a shelter or a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. No, I read the same thing. Oh, okay. Um I mean, and then the other thing this time of year too is ducks. Baby ducks are adorable. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. They mm-hmm. are super cute and they're way softer than you think they are. Same with <laughs> chickens. Yeah. But big ducks are also super cute. But, like, they, they get abandoned as well. You yeah. know, you have to think about this. Domestic rabbits. And then
0: they end up squatting outside of a pizza hut in Harrisburg, PA. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh we, had a, we had a duck That's encounter a couple weeks ago. It was funny. That was great.
1: But, um, you know, these domestic rabbits, you know, chickens, ducks, whatnot, don't know how to live in the wild. That's mm-hmm. why they're domesticated, just like Even dogs dogs you know, been domesticated
0: you know, cat,
1: cats are different, you know you can you know, my cat was abandoned, Mao was abandoned, you know we we found her and took her in. you know sh- they can function on their own, but these other animals can't, and it's literally a dog and a rabbit are really no different when it comes to the social needs, the medical needs, everything mm-hmm. rabbits are significantly more expensive. But (laughs) as my my wallet has has told me Mm. um yeah to go on with my bunny history um moved up here to the dc area and i found another wonderful rescue uh friends of rabbits i just want to point out
0: that she insisted on mentioning every single rabbit she's ever fostered continue
1: foster babies (laughs) but only by name yeah but i work with friends of rabbits up in columbia maryland uh we actually have a couple different branches Um, Malcolm, I fostered in Raleigh. Up here, I have fostered Theodosia, Mm -hmm. Karina, Mm -hmm. Tonks, who is four months old and is now, she's 12 pounds. (laughs) We had Forrest, who was a super sweetheart. He's been adopted.
0: Evie, who actually
1: didn't have her two front paws, but Mm. she was perfectly healthy and happy. And Cora, who's currently in my house has been adopted because I've been able to socialize them and be like hey this is what we eat this is what we don't eat Mm -hmm. except for Forrest he really likes leather and I can be like hey great with cats because Mao has been so wonderful (laughs) and it is a blessing and it's so great to see that you know once we get these babies adopted out then we can bring other ones that need us in Mm -hmm. so we there was a big hoarding case in
0: Nevada passionate. somewhere. You it was told in me Nevada. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, and I have Cora right now because we needed to make space because we brought in four from there. Those rabbits from that hoarding case. And this happens every time there's a hoarding case with any rescue really is they go all over the country. Yeah. So we were able to get four of them. Hmm. Um, so I haven't been up there since that's happened because life has been very busy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Cora is fat and happy. She's actually on <laughs> a diet right now. Um, but she has leaned.
0: Yeah, because Cora was Cora was fat.
1: Yes. <laughs> Cora was a little overfed. Um, she was actually returned by her adoptive mom. Oh. Um, just because they didn't realize that she was allergic.
0: Oh, and yeah. You
1: don't realize that <laughs> until they get in the house.
0: Yeah, you know, so a, fr- a friend she- of mine, they adopted a rabbit and didn't realize that their daughter was allergic to, like, the hay or the alfalfa or something like that that the, the rabbit had to eat. And I if it is hey. I I <laughs> 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 Whatever true. it was. Whatever, whatever, yeah, they're they're noms. She was Whatever. allergic to. But yeah. yeah.
1: I mean it it happens, you know. You're allergic to cats.
0: I am so allergic to cats and it's
1: come over to my house, even yeah. though I have a cat.
0: She's a, it's a short hair. That's why I can do it. Yeah.
1: That's what helps. And even
0: then it's still yeah. like, oh, oh god. Because I'm so I'm like Growing up, I, I we had cats. I own cats. I love cats. Uh, and I had a tolerance built up. But after going away to college, and then gradually that tolerance wore away, and now cats just cripple me and make my eyes itchy and my nose sneezy. And I hate it. <laughs> so yeah, and
1: Mal's pretty good because she doesn't bother you too much. Not too much. You know, She's pretty smart. Um, but something that I brought up earlier, you know, you don't... If you want to give your child... An easy to care for pet, get them a stuffed animal. Seriously. <laughs> you know? Oh, except like I want a rat, but I actually want a rat. No. I also want a possum, but I would suffice with a stuffed possum. You have, possum, like you have enough of a menagerie
0: possum. in your house right now.
1: <laughs> Please. Jason says I can't have any more. But you... get them a stuffed animal. Rabbits poop up to 300 times a day.
0: Oh, yeah. They poop a lot.
1: They poop a lot. And, and mine litter box train? And
0: they eat it.
1: Have to eat it. Yeah, I
0: know, but still, they eat their poop. (laughs) I
1: know. Pig did that once. He did that on my chest, and then he gave me kisses, and he had very stinky breath. And I was like, "Dude, really? I love you, but oh my god!" But a stuffed rabbit, a stuffed animal rabbit, is not going to make any poops. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a there's a great campaign that's been going on for many years now called Make Mine Chocolate, Mm -hmm. and it's advocating for that instead of getting a rabbit for a child just give them a chocolate one give them chocolate. they're gonna fr- they're gonna forget about that chocolate rabbit in a week which is exactly what they're gonna do to a real one
0: or just giving them
1: a stuffed animal you know it's it's horrible you know when yeah. something else that you know now that this peter rabbit movie is coming out as well as when 101 dalmatians came out the live action came out forever ago i don't remember what year that was
0: yeah but uh, yeah yeah
1: a while ago yeah. you know there will be as history shows us a an influx of adoptions of these animals the 101 Dalmatian. you know when that movie came out everybody mm-hmm. wanted one and then they were thusly surrendered again because they didn't realize how many issues Dalmatians have a lot of it is due to inbreeding you know a rabbit's not easy they're not going to you know throw things at people okay they might a little bit but usually it's pee because they're not neutered males. <laughs> Keep, you know, in mind as well is, yay, look, it's cool. Oh, look, here's that stuffed animal. Just do that instead. Yeah. Just it's so much better. You
0: know, I'll say, you know, just in any point when you're, I always, I always kind of wince whenever I see someone I know, like adopt a purebred animal from a breeder. I'm just like, dude, there's just so many dogs and rescues. Let's get a rescue dog like we got rescue dogs they're busted they're <laughs> they're scarred but they are wonderful dogs and uh yeah um and another thing is the snow is starting to melt uh which uh what's that mean tina
1: right that means your grass might start growing again no it will <laughs> <laughs> you know but people are gonna have to start mowing the lawn yeah. And bunnies make nests in the ground.
0: Yeah. this was, the yard. Yeah. This was a thing I didn't think about before last year, but like on Facebook, I saw a video from like, I don't know, like I think it was somewhere in Canada of, of a like animal control or lawn care guy, like just showing how a little rabbit Warren was just like hidden right under some, like a patch of dead grass in the yard. Like you wouldn't even notice it at all. Um, And I saw that video, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And sure enough, like, within the next month, uh, my dogs, one of my dogs, randomly discovered a rabbit nest in my yard. And, like, a few months later, I was mowing the lawn when suddenly two baby bunnies came springing out of the yard randomly. Uh, And thank goodness I didn't run either of them over. But, uh, yeah, apparently my... Yard is fertile breeding, nesting ground for bunnies, at least. And that is a thing that I now have to do this summer. Yeah, despite (laughs) the dogs, that is now a thing I have to do this summer, uh, lest I end up with a horrible, bloody scene on my hands in the backyard. It's like, I'm going to have to go around and kind of poke around the grass to see if there is little creatures in there.
1: (laughs) You know, and the thing is, is is Mama might not be there, but she's watching. Mm -hmm. She's absolutely watching. What did you do with that traffic cone last year?
0: Yeah, so last year I, well, there was a day, like, shortly after I found it, it started raining really, really hard. So I put, I initially I put the traffic cone there um, just so I knew where it was so I wouldn't step on it. And what I would do is when I brought the dogs out, I would pop the cone over top of the hole so that they wouldn't get in there. But then it was raining really hard, so I stuck an umbrella in there (laughs) to (laughs) to keep it from getting flooded in there. <laughs> um, and yeah, <laughs> that's but yeah, I the the traffic cone worked fine because then it's like I knew where it was, so I wasn't stepping on it and I could keep the dogs away from it. And when they were out in the yard, I could just kind of cover it up for a little bit and then take it back off.
1: Well, and then you can mow around it too, you know, where they were,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I left, there was you know a big unmowed patch in my yard, like both times this happened. So,
1: well, and was, remember, I remember you telling me there was one time where you saw mama.
0: Yeah. Oh, Watching yeah. You. Yeah. Like and she I,
1: moved her babies a couple of times too. I think, if I remember.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I definitely remember like when the umbrella was up at one point, like looking out the window and I could see her like on top of the nest. And I was like, oh yeah, there she is. Or when I'd come out in the morning, especially, I would see a rabbit darting out of the yard. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's that's mom. My
1: spies watch you. Yes. As <laughs> we call. <them.
0: laughs> so many. You know, I live in a suburban area, but you know, there's rabbits in my backyard. There's deer. It's fun. And,
1: and if you ever find a nest, cover it back up.
0: Yeah. Just leave it alone.
1: Just leave it alone. Mama knows what she's doing. If she's not there, she's foraging. It's not safe for her to be there during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, just leave them be. Yep. If you do find one that's out of the nest, put it back. If you can mm-hmm. find the nest, if you can't, call your local wildlife rehabber. That's the best way to do it. Yep. You know, they these babies know how to be taken care of. Mama knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, something that's kind of in the works uh, a little bit right now, still in the process, the art phase, is um, my Westy bestie, Casey Birch, um, who did our artwork for my blog, tinyandfeisty.com. Um, him and I are in the process of making little, like, hanging doodads. I don't know what else <laughs> to call them right now. To put on your lawnmower. To remind you, hey, look for nests. in your yard you never know who's there yeah so just double check before you mow i know i would appreciate it my kids would appreciate it and those babies and dead mom appreciate it as well yeah so keep an eye out for that yeah you know and if you're looking for more resources on rabbits in general you can always get a hold of me tina at tinyandfeisty.com Mm-hmm. Uh, which is where my blog is, where I also talk more about bunnies. Uh, you can also go to the House Rabbit Society's website, which is rabbit.org.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there. Facebook I, yeah. rabbit pages. because Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I hope uh, everybody found this to be informative and helpful and useful. And that's going to do it for this episode.
1: If you have any other questions about bunnies, just get a hold of me.
0: Just get a hold of Tina because she is the mother of bunnies. I am. Thank you for listening, (laughs) and we'll catch you next month on Tea Time with Tina and Tim.
1: Thanks, guys. Cheers.